You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode, I am covering the magical art of messaging. This is a non-salesy strategy for all coaches or all people selling products in the health and wellness niche. So this training call that I'm going to be sharing with you guys is all about a five-step process that I have used for the last 18 years in the health and fitness industry. It is so crucial in creating a non-salesy experience with anybody that you are trying to help. This training today is really going to make it very clear to see the exact strategy that you need to use if you want to create an authentic experience. So many people out there are going at people without following these crucial steps to make it a very authentic and helpful experience and one that you're actually serving the person that you're helping instead of going at them like you need something from them. There's something called an emotional bank account. And what that means is that if you're going to help anyone, you need to put something in the bank account before you can try to withdraw anything. So this is a really great process if you've ever felt salesy in your approach or ever felt that you just feel a bit slimy and gross with the way that you are approaching people. I know this episode is definitely going to be so helpful in helping you feel really, truly authentic in how you are reaching out and how you are helping people. So make sure you have a pen and paper handy and get ready to learn the magical art of messaging. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for jumping on the magical art of messaging. This is going to be a training call all about how to message prospective clients and customers, anyone that is engaging with your posts, what to actually say, and the psychology behind why this method really works. So my name is Ashley Shaw, and I have been presenting and training for the last 14 years. My career really started, uh, I was selling for a multi-level marketing company. I was selling knives, $1,200 knife sets. And that's really where a lot of my skills I learned in the very beginning. It was definitely a really interesting way to learn how to sell through network marketing and social selling. And it really solidified for me that I loved sales. So That's really where my career in sales started. And then in the last 14 years, I worked in the fitness and sales industry, and I've done over 500 presentations uh, live and online, as well as I've taught over 1 million students. And 14 years is the age that I had my first company as a Hello Kitty business owner. What I do now is I help eliminate the marketing overwhelm for social sellers. 
I work with companies such as Beachbody, companies like Bellamy, and I really help create done-for-you training resources to help you get the most out of your social selling experience and really help eliminate that marketing overwhelm that can come from running your own business. So that is a little bit about what I do. And I help eliminate the overwhelm in your marketing efforts so you can focus on the stuff that you really like. And today we're really going to hone in and focus on how to get people to interact with you when they are engaging with your posts and exactly what to say to convert that person into a sale. When you first got into this business, I'm assuming a lot of us, we think it's going to be pretty easy. Like we don't usually foresee a ton of you know, downtimes or ebbs and flows. And I think it's really important when it comes to sales to always understand that there is a sales cycle. And there are going to be certain months that you're swimming with the current and certain months that you aren't where messaging is so important. Like some months you won't have to do as much because people will be coming to you. It'll be a natural time of the year when people are really concerned about their skin and how they look. Whereas other times of the year, you're going to have to be more proactive and you're going to have to reach out more. So It's not that we can control the way that the currents are, the way that the tide is, but what we do control is how we adjust our sales. And I think it's really important if we sort of use that analogy to think about, we have control over a lot of things. It's important to focus on those things versus the things that you don't have control over. And that is really a mindset shift that I had to, I worked with a lot of sales teams and we always had to make sure that We weren't blaming it on other factors, but we were thinking about what we can do. And messaging is one of those things. Like we have full control over that. It's a daily discipline. And it's something that if people aren't coming to you left, right, and center, you can still be on track with your business goals by going out and messaging. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business 
and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. These are the most common pitfalls I hear when it comes to messaging. Um, The first is that kind of, I don't want to be sleazy. uh, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm being salesy, that sort of feeling when it comes to sending someone a message or asking someone if they're interested in something. So when it comes to inviting a messaging, you don't want your approach to come off in the wrong spot, right? You don't want people to feel like you're being slimy or anything like that. And I think when it comes to how the conversation starts, it's really about our intention. Instead of starting off with a really cold intention or a cold message that you send to everyone, it's really important to start with a warm connection. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. The next is confidence. I don't know what to say or have confidence in how to approach someone. So confidence always comes from past performance. Like if you think about anything that you're great at, or you feel really good about, it's probably because you've done it in the past, and you know, you're going to get good results. If you've never had success with messaging before, it's really hard in the beginning to feel like I'm going to be great at this. And It really comes down to having to just put yourself out there because the more that you do it, the more things you test and try, the more success that you're going to find. And it's really not personal. If someone says no, it means not right now. It's not about you at all. Like it has nothing to do with you. So we just have to make sure that we get on top of these stories and we don't allow that to filter through our mindset. And for us to think it it is about us in any way, because it's not. So it's all about practicing these skills that you're going to learn today to feel much more confident. And you'll know what to say after today. Uh, the last thing here is really about, I hate hearing no, or I fear rejection. No just means not right now, or maybe they're not the exact person that you're actually looking for that you want to work with. I really believe in ideal customers. So there are certain people out there that are really meant to work with us. And then there are people out there that just aren't your people that actually put more on your plate, take more away from your other ideal clients. So it's really important to know the difference there Um, and to be okay with people self-selecting that maybe they're not for you because I think sometimes those people are more work in the end for you. So the people that are most successful in sales and any business are the ones that have actually heard rejection the most. So it's important to just become comfortable with it. It's just one step in finding your people. And some people will self-select and not be your people. So just change your definition of no. It just means not right now. And it's not about you in any way. This can be hard to balance all of these things I've just talked about because messaging and inviting is really what is the difference between allowing your business to just grow on its own versus really being able to put the steps into place to have it really grow quickly there is a way to really fall in love with the process. And I want to help you guys understand today that it's really about the daily discipline and letting go of the end result. It doesn't matter actually what people say when you message them. It really is about fine tuning your process, getting really comfortable with testing different things like how you approach people. And it's about knowing, okay, this is my goal for the year. This is my goal for the month. This is my, you know, goal that I'm working towards. I need to send this many messages today. And I've done that today. That is like a perfect day for me. It's not about how the person responds. It's about committing to that daily discipline of I need to do this many messages. And I've done that. That's really what we want to do is detach from the end result. And it's about the daily discipline of saying what you're going to do and actually doing it. When I've done surveys for different social sellers I work with, like trying to figure out, okay, what's really working in their business? 99% of the time, 
the customers that I ask them, oh, why'd you choose to work with this person? They always say, well, no one else messaged me. So it's really, really an important part of social selling and people choosing you when you reach out. So the moment of truth is if you want results like never before, you have to really be willing to look at inviting and messaging like never before. And that can suck sometimes because maybe you're thinking, oh, like I don't like it. And I know you're trying to tell me that it's okay, but I really don't like it. And I think that we've got to, today, you're going to learn some different things that's going to make messaging and inviting so very different for you. So being salesy really comes from the intention of trying to sell something. And you are actually selling nothing. Everything that you're doing is free. You're offering advice. You're educating people. Everything you're doing is free. You're the expert and you're providing value and you aren't selling anything. You're guiding people. And that's how I really want you to think about this process is it's not about selling at all. So the good news is after today, you'll never invite or message the same way again. So really the best way to overcome something is definitely to go through it. The more that you practice something, the easier it becomes. And this training was really made to help you feel less queasy, not sleazy, and way more easy about inviting and messaging. So we're going to jump right into the training here. So there are five steps to a non-salesy invite. I'm going to go through a quick summary and then I will also go through each of these steps individually. Step number one here is to choose your mantra. Step two, build commonalities. Step three, define your goals and time frame. Step four is to provide solutions. And step five is to ask for the commitment. So step one here, choose your mantra. So what this is all about is really deciding how you are going to get yourself in the zone every day. This is before any sales activities happen for the day. This is really important. It's important to remember why, why we do what we do and what we're driving towards. It makes it a lot easier to do the tough stuff when you know why you're doing it. If you know that one of your goals this year is to take your family on a vacation, I guarantee you, you're not going to have trouble sending those messages. After you think about that, you consider your vision board, what you're working towards, and then you go to it. So this is just a quick little video here I wanted to share with you guys. It's called Jessica's Daily Affirmation, and it just shows us really how easy and, you know, fun this process really can be. can be a shark. Now, my whole house is great. I can do anything good. I like my school. I like anything. I like my dad. I like my cousins. I like my aunts. I like my Allison's. I like my mom. I like my sisters. I like my dad. I like my I love that video because I think it's just such a simple reminder that gratitude and really getting in the right frame of mind doesn't have to be complicated. It's a daily practice. It can be very simple and it's just the consistency around it. But getting yourself in the right frame of mind, it's definitely something that we need to do as entrepreneurs, right? Because there's ebbs and flows to every entrepreneurial pursuit. Would you like me to give you a formula for success? It's quite simple, really. Double your rate of failure. I think that that quote really stood out to me when I thought about this because it's all about how your mindset is around failure. Do you see it as a part of the process or do you see it as a stumbling block that's going to completely derail you? I think any entrepreneurial business, there's always going to be things that get you off track. And to me, 
that is a sign that you need to learn more. It's not a sign that this isn't meant for you or that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing and pursuing your dreams. It's more so you need to learn more, you need to practice more, and you need to get back to that daily discipline. So the take action step here is develop a daily routine. You can meditate, you can move and breathe. Tony Robbins has a great audio on that. Uh, You can do a workout. Maybe there's a video you want to watch. Maybe you have a vision board. You really want to connect with your why on a daily basis before you jump into any of these sales activities. And it'll really help get you in that right frame of mind. So step number two here is focus on building commonalities with your prospects. So all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those they know, like, and trust. Building commonality is about identifying what you have in common with that other person before you reach out in the conversation. And so how do you build commonality and rapport though with someone you don't know? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to have a look at that other person's profile. Like usually someone has engaged with a post. That's when you're going to be messaging and communicating with them. You're going to have a look and see what things do you have in common. Maybe they have the same number of kids. Maybe they're from the same area as you. Maybe they grew up in an area that you also grew up, or maybe they have common interests, like you can see that they live a very healthy, active lifestyle. You're just going to really look for surface things that you can sort of start some dialogue with. It becomes really easy when you have a look at someone's profile, you'll be able to identify these things very quickly. So the take action step here is before messaging, do your homework, make sure you do a little bit of research on the person so you know which commonalities that you want to focus on and open your conversation with. You're going to use their name, you're going to give them a compliment and tell them something you have in common. So a message may sound like, hey, Audrey, I really, I've been following your profile. I just love all the stuff you post about your kids and all the stuff you post about your beauty products. And I have to tell you, I also love makeup and I love beauty products. How long have you been into that stuff for? Or how long have you had an interest in makeup and beauty? So you're always going to end with a question. So it's really that simple formula. Username, give them a compliment. It can be any compliment. Tell them something you have in common. It could be, you know, we grew up in the same area. We have the same number of kids, anything like that. And then always end with a question. That is a really key point here. By ending with a question, you control the conversation. If it doesn't end with a question, they get to drag the conversation wherever they want it to go. So it's really important that you always end with a question. So step number three here is determine their goals. This is really about stop selling and start helping. So if you know someone's goals, then you can actually help them. But if you don't, then it really will always just feel like you're selling something. When you look at someone and they are considering buying a product, they have a goal in mind. They have something that they're trying to solve. Maybe they feel like their skin isn't looking as great as it used to. Maybe they're feeling like they're aging and it doesn't really feel nice. And maybe they have a timeline that they want to get there by. Maybe they're going to an event and they would really love to look great and they just cannot foresee themselves like wanting to spend a certain amount of money on expensive procedures. So it's really about asking the right questions to find out what their goals are. Asking them about, you know, what's your current skincare routine? Your skin looks great. What do you currently use? What do you like about those products? How long have you been using them? Are you seeing great results from them? It's asking all these questions beforehand before you jump into telling them anything about your product. You need to know what the gap is in their product before you say, I have a solution for you. If there's no gap in the product, like they don't tell you, oh, I don't like what I'm using. I don't think it's working anymore. So you can only really offer a solution when someone opens up to you and tells you that they have a problem. 
That's why sometimes it might feel salesy if you don't know the problem they're experiencing and it really is then difficult to offer a solution because there's no opening for you to do so. So the questions that you want to ask to get goals are just the ones that I I had mentioned there about, you know, what is your skin looks great? Like what is your current skincare routine? Do you like it? How long have you been using it? How much are you spending? Are you happy with it? Um, any of those sort of questions to really feel out what they're currently doing, how much they spend, how long they've been using it, and if they're seeing results. That is really going to help you understand what they currently do and the spend. And then you can ask them, what are your skincare goals? And, and they're going to be able to tell you. And then that's going to set you up perfectly to provide solutions if they have a gap. So how do you actually get their goals? We've just talked a little bit about that, but it's really making sure you set it up in the beginning to ask them all those questions about what they're currently doing with their routine. Then you can ask them about the other piece of what are your skincare goals. So ask them about their skincare goals and when they want to see them by. If there's an event coming up or something like that, they may just point to that naturally so you can wait for that to come out. Be open to alternative measures. Maybe you want to send them a video or audio. Where do you perform best? I sometimes like audio because people have to listen to the message. They can't just scan a message. So I really like audio. And don't rapid fire questions. It has to be conversational. It has to go back and forth. It shouldn't just be like, how long have you been using the skincare products? Are you seeing results? What do they cost? Like it should be a back and forth dialogue. So step number four, provide solutions using exactly what they've told you. So no matter how knowledgeable and enthusiastic you are, if you do not solve the problem, you won't satisfy the customer. So that's why it's really important to understand what the problem is, because when you provide a solution, that is how you're going to be able to reframe it for them. So you're going to use their words and their verbiage and you're going to say to them, oh, so if you understand their goals are to hydrate and to have that sort of youthful glow, that's something that they've lost. Then you can say, oh, I have an amazing product. I really love it. And what it does is it actually adds hydration to the skin. It goes down this many layers. So it really works well. And you'll see results within, you know, this many days. So you're able to sort of take what they've told you and then reframe it in the solution for them. So really, when it comes to the end of the day, anyone that is in the market for buying something is trying to solve a problem. And it's really up to us to make sure we understand that problem And then what we're providing them with is the solution to exactly what they told us that they're looking for. So the take action step here is use their language and verbiage. This builds rapport and confirmation of understanding. When you use someone else's words, it helps build rapport and helps them understand that you've been listening. Repeat their goals and the benefits that they told you that they're looking for. Step number five is to ask for the commitment. And what happens is 60% of people actually don't take this step which is the most important step. You've already done the first four. It's really important to now ask for the commitment, ask for the sale. And you've got to take that leap. It's a leap of faith. And it's not that scary if you do something called the option close. This is one of my favorite things to do where you can ask them, you know, which option is better for you? Do you want to get started with these two products? Or I would actually always start option one with the more expensive or this one. So do you want to get started with the whole set or did you want to, did you want to just start with those two, those two products we talked about? So it's really about always providing them an option so that person doesn't feel like they're trapped. With this step, the option close, which one is better for you? This one or this one? A should always be the more expensive one. 
how, or sorry, make sure you have a soft option close as well. So if they say no, you always have to ask which one first, which one is better for you, this one or this one. The soft option close is if they say no, I'm just, I think I'm going to wait. You want to do something that really helps them feel like that's not a big deal. So it's about saying, oh, like I completely understand. I always like to try things before I buy them too and just see some results from it. So what I would love to do is send you some samples and then you can take a before picture and an after picture so you can start to see the difference. Sometimes it's hard for people to understand if something's working and really having, I think, that photo um, because we know the product gets such great results. Um, it's the same as before and afters with fitness, right? Like when someone doesn't, you know, we watch the scale and we're really hoping that it's changing, but your body can be changing without really, you know, the scale changing. So it's the same thing with skincare. You really want to make sure that they have that starting point of where they were because if it's even if it's small changes then like with a sample you're going to see small changes so it's really important that you tell them to do that and then you follow up so we're really not selling anything this whole process I've talked to you guys about is educating everything that we're doing is free so hopefully that helps you feel a little bit easier about the process because you really aren't selling anything throughout you are just educating. Thank you so much for jumping on today. I really appreciate your time and we'll see you next time with the next training video. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.